Welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Market Scale. I'm Sean Heath, and today's conversation is with Christoph Babinski from ASB. Christoph, good morning. How are you today? Hello. Good afternoon from Germany. I'm very well, thank you. Oh, well, I have to say, does that technically mean that you're living in the future? If you're, if it's afternoon, yeah, you, and you know what, that makes total sense because what your company has done is literally a glimpse into the future, I think. Do me a favor, if you would, please. Tell me just briefly about your journey that helped you arrive at ASB, and then we can get into the really neat things that your company does. Um, so ASB has been a family business for the last 52 years, and uh, I ended up here because of my father, if you wish. So after studying in the UK for two years, uh, three years, and then doing a job as a marketing manager for two years, I decided to come back to Germany to uh, give our newest product a spin and see how I would be doing at it. Oh, so this is a, so ASB is a family business. Yes, for more than 50 years now. That is fascinating. I I have about 9 million questions that I want to ask you because after looking through the website and seeing some of the really fantastic projects that you have worked on, I I don't know where to start. I have to apologize. There's so many absolutely mind-blowing projects that you have worked on. I really don't know where to start. So let me just, I guess let's start at the, at the, the floor. ASB has come up with a technology that allows you to make a floor out of glass. Indeed, we have. Um, the idea does at first sound ridiculous, but when you look into it, you'll figure out that the glass panels we use are actually 2.5 times more elastic than a hardwood board. And uh, the idea originally comes from squash. So ASB is the world market leader in the manufacturing of squash courts. And we do a lot of high-end championships every year, including the US Open that are played on four-sided glass courts. And these are often put outside. And that's the point when my father at the time asked the question, why don't we make a floor out of glass? Then you can please leave the squash court in a place where it could potentially even be raining at some point, but you wouldn't lose the whole wooden floor due to the water impact. And we figured out that, you know, it could offer quite unique advertising possibilities. And that's now probably 12 or 13 years ago. So the you make the floor out of a glass that is two and a half times more flexible than the traditional hardwood. I have to say, I've seen some articles in the news in the past couple of years, I believe there is a bridge or two that has been created that uses glass panels. I I don't know that I would have the courage to step out onto one of those bridges. Can you tell me a little bit about the the strength? You talk about flexibility, but what is the what is the potential for a panel to crack? in any sort of circumstance. Um, So when you have these bridges, they're very rigid. They're not like our glass panels. Our glass panels are two very thin sheets of glass. The glass panels at these glass bridges will be four to five panels of glass. And they are connected with a PVB safety foil in between the glass layers, which is the same for our floor. 
But in general, you can crack one piece of glass. So you'll break the top bit, but you will not manage to break the second or the third layer of glass. And the way these bridges are calculated, they are strong enough with one piece of glass to actually hold human people walking over it at probably a safety factor of four. Um, our floor, for example, can easily take a 1.5 ton, metric ton load per square meter. 1.5 metric tons per square meter? Yeah. Good grief. So is that because there is an exponential increase in strength for each layer that you add into the into the construction? No, this is down to how often you actually bear the glass um, on what we have uh, as a substructure underneath it. So it's down to the glass itself is a very, very strong product. And if you were to place it on a perfectly level concrete floor, you can easily drive a truck over it. It's when you start to bend it and when you have point loads on it that uh, glass becomes fragile. Safety glass in this case. Okay, so I I have a floor that's been made out of glass and I... I mean, I, I need to put, let's say I want to use it, as you say, for a squash court. Does the the lines that need to be painted on any of the panels on the walls, the service line, do are those integrated as part of the glass? Are they painted on top? Or is, how, how do you apply lines or designs, say for a corporate sponsor, to these panels of glass? So in earlier times, when we first set out, we used to have a vinyl print under the glass with lines and sponsor logos on it, and we thought it a good idea that these can be replaced for every tournament. But the project has moved on a long way since then, and now we bear our glass, which is not transparent. This is something we need to say. Uh, we do apply a UV color coating to the glass so we can produce the floor in any color um, the client would like it to have. And then we place LED marking lines underneath the glass. So we supply a, a sports floor, for example, with a touch panel control unit. And then the client can go press basketball and only the lines for basketball will be visible as these are U channels with LEDs installed underneath the glass. Christoph, that's like something out of Star Trek. It certainly looks. That is absolutely phenomenal. So I, I know that you did, I want to, well, okay, let me see. It's so interesting. I don't even know where to go. L okay. Let's, let's stay with the floor for just one more moment. I know that you also have a process where you apply ceramic dots for, for grip. Yes. Explain to me how that integrates into the system. So when you want to create a floor surface, there's two key factors, or especially a sports floor, which is elasticity and it's friction for the player to not fall or slip. And in order to create the right friction or friction on the floor, we um, burn ceramic dots into the glass, and these ceramic dots are slightly elevated, and they provide the grip for the player on the floor. So the shoe basically is rubbing against these ceramic dots and they make the player stop and they stop the glass from being slippery. Now, do you find this to be 
uh, just a viable option for a new venue, or is this something that can be retrofitted into an existing arena? Well, when people replace their floors, it can obviously be retrofitted at any point, but we also have all of our systems as portable systems. So they can, for example, go on ice rings, which quite often occupy arena floors on a permanent basis. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. So, okay. So you have these LEDs that are inset into the floor panel that allow you to create the lines for the specific sport that's being played on the floor. Now let's come from a floor and go up to the walls because you did a project. I want to specifically talk about two projects that I saw, or I want to start there and you can go in any direction you want, but I would like to talk about the cube that you built for Dell computers in their Denver offices, because that is brilliant. Can you tell me a little bit about sort of what their requirements were and how you approached that project? Yes. So they approached us uh, because they had a project where they wanted to create a, a thinking space with which should be manufactured completely out of glass and it should have had illuminated floor and illuminated ceiling. So initially we were contacted for the illuminated floor by itself, but as some conversation started with the architect, at some point, I said to them, you know, we do these squash boxes, um, squash glass cords, and we, we are good at building stuff so lightly out of glass. So if you want us to build the whole box, we can build the whole box. And then you don't need to have a metal structure holding the glass because any other company that would attempt doing it would, would require some metal profile. And that's really how, how we started to create an offer for them. And then... They contacted us saying that this is exactly what they were asking for. And then we went ahead and built it. The interesting thing here is that we have an illuminated glass floor. We have an illuminated glass ceiling and we have two permanent glass walls. And these are very special because we've designed them with a special interlayer so that you can back project onto the glass. And we have, uh, there's a infrared measurement device on the inside that basically allows you to let let both of these walls um, turn into complete touchscreen displays. Hold on. Now, I'm looking at a picture of this Dell Cube now. Did you just say that the two frosted colored solid walls can act as touchscreens? Yeah. Okay, you've got to tell me more about that. What? that that's crazy. I mean, it's brilliant. It's that's brilliant, it. but that's crazy. Yeah, the technology come, came from, from Dell themselves at the time. They just wanted to make sure that we find a good way of back projecting onto the glass and where the specialists for the glass. So we ran a couple of samples and a couple of tests and we found the perfect material for the interlayer where we get an incredibly sharp image on the inside of the cube when it's projected on from the outside. So they can use those screens as, uh, they can use those screens as almost like a whiteboard situation. They can, they can draw yeah. those screens. I'm assuming there's some sort of, as I think you mentioned, an infrared sort of tracking system. So that's interactive. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So they, they use them basically as whiteboards. That and, and you look at the pictures of it, I've never seen anything like that anywhere. That's that is and that has to be an absolutely unique thing. 
What's also really nice is that when you look at the pictures, because of the amount of light that's coming from the floor and the ceiling, it almost looks artificial. It looks like it's been photoshopped or it's a rendering. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say this looks like maybe an artist's rendering of these pictures, but that thing's actually there. Okay, that's phenomenal. So, wow, there's so many directions we can go from there. So you have a an ability to create these spaces with incredibly clean lines, with a, a very distinct profile, because you don't require metal supporting structures. You can actually create the entire yeah. thing out of glass. We've just finished another rather large installation with a major uh, tech company um, where we, for example, installed illuminated glass, which was up to four meter fifties high, which is no one, no one dares to do these things. This is one of the, if not the highest, uh, legally approved balustrades within Europe for sure. And probably worldwide. So we, we just dare to do that. We have the know-how and the specialists uh, in the team to, to do daring things with glass. Yeah. Now, one of the things that you did that I found fascinating was the Poker Cube for Media Rex Entertainment. Is yeah. is that the project you're talking about? Oh, no. that, okay. Let's, so let's talk about this because this is – it's almost as if you created a giant fish tank. And you put two people yeah. inside it. Tell me a little bit about how you approached that concept, because in that concept, it's not it's one way glass. So the competitors that are inside the cube can't see the TV cameras and the crowds that are outside watching the action take place inside the cube. Tell me a little bit about that. So that's technology that comes from squash. We have originally developed this technology for uh, the application on squash courts so that when the players play on court, they cannot see the outside, but the spectators from the outside see the inside. And this is a, uh, a fairly easy principle how it works, um, which is we burn ceramic dots onto the glass in black and then on top, and this is where it becomes very difficult and technical, is on top of each of these ceramic dots, and there's hundreds, if not thousands, for a piece of glass. And exactly that dot needs to go another, needs to be another dot printed in a color, so that when the light hits the glass, it will reflect from these ceramic dots in a certain color. But when the light hits the outside black, black doesn't reflect any light, therefore the wall appears to be transparent. And uh, for poker, the briefing was, was rather interesting because it wasn't just that it should be one-way vision. The whole cube should also be soundproof and it should be uh, to be installed in a 4.5 by 4.5 by 4.5 meter cube or as a 6 by 6 by 6 meter cube. And um, we have managed all now, of that. this, obviously the installation of this has to be somewhat intense. Is this a permanent insulation or could this be disassembled and moved? How hard would that be? designed to be completely really? and again, Yes, and again, it doesn't have a single metal column to hold it, even at a 6 by 6 by 6 meter configuration. Okay, that's fantastic. That's absolutely genius to be able to do that. So you've basically taken 
the standard requirement of an arena concept and you basically flipped it. We can almost build an arena just about anywhere we have space. But yeah. I mean, if this was to go, and that's something we, the client had asked us, and that was part of the brief, is if this was to go up in Times Square, New York, then that can go up in Times Square, New York in 48 hours. That's insane. I mean, it's genius, but normal people don't think about stuff like that. Uh, you, uh, you have to have one of the smartest families walking around on the planet right now. Thank you. That's a big compliment on your side. I just say we have a very good team here and we have a can-do attitude. So let me – okay, now let me ask a couple of nerdy questions, We and, and I want to go back just a little bit. Um, let's First, let's go back to the floor because you have mm -hmm. also come up with a solar floor, a photovoltaic glass floor. That's so simple, yeah, but it's so intelligent. Can you tell me about that? Well, it's, it is the type of glass surface we've discussed before. Obviously, you use specialized glass again, which allows more sunlight to travel through it, and then we install solar panels underneath um, that allow for the production of energy. And the idea is that this can be integrated in, for example, a bike path somewhere, and then you can illuminate street lights from it and maybe let people charge their phones and place a bench next to it, something like this. It's a joint project with a Spanish company. Um, we've done the technological uh, hurdles so far, so we'll see where it goes now that the product is ready. And as I'm looking at this photo on asbglassfloor.com under the special projects, and I see the solar floor, I can now see the dots that you were talking about, the ceramic dots. I can now see those. So with those dots being embedded in the glass, when you create those touch panels in the Dell box, how does how do those dots affect the resolution of the image that comes on to that piece of glass? So the the Dell box, the, the walls that have been projected on, um, they don't have the dots because we don't need them. We need them for friction on the floor. But this brings us to maybe our most interesting product that uh, I'm sure you have seen as well, which is uh, a flooring product we call ASB LumiFlex. And this is a full video floor. Full video? So now, For the entire, now, the entire panel? Yeah. So the idea is that in the future, you might have a basketball game and you walk to the game and everything looks like a traditional wooden floor. And we can even create it in a glossy manner and then to, to suit your market, obviously, in the US. And then once the, the first round is played, suddenly the whole floor can turn into an, a screen turning the most valuable area in any arena into your future most valuable advertising asset. Because normally when a floor is installed, it has a permanent sponsor that's a, 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 a sticker or an application that's either on the end or somewhere on the floor. There's a couple of sponsor logos, but this allows you to actually improve and increase available sponsorship because you can just treat this like a billboard. Yeah. That's really At the moment, what you see is that in arenas and any sort of sporting venue, the advertising and branding is always placed around the playing field not to interfere with the athlete and its performance requirements. 
Whereas now we have a flow that meets all the necessary performance requirements. We believe it exceeds them, especially compared to standard hardwood flows that don't offer quite as much cushioning as our flow does. Um, but at the same time, you have that massive area for advertising, which is at any point during the game and also in between uh, phases of game, your main focus of attention. So the floor, let's say, for example, a basketball court, it's 98 feet long. Is is it? It's not one sheet of glass. It's several segments that are put together. Does each individual segment have its own maximum resolution? Yes, I mean the resolution resolution on this product is defined by the type of product you purchase and then how much of it you put together. So you can imagine that. And unfortunately, I have to go to metric units here, um, but we have uh, on every fifty centimeters of the floor. Uh, is LED panels installed and these have a resolution of either an LED every six millimeters or every 8.1 millimeter. Wow, that's that's extremely high definition. It's definitely exceeding 4K on a basketball floor, yeah. 4K, <clears throat> all right. So, Christoph, here's the thing. Most of the planet does not have 4K yet, and yet you've already built a floor that has higher than 4K resolution in the floor. You're going to have to slow down and let people catch yeah. up. No, no. We have to make sure that the uh, the rest of the world catches on and they they understand what's possible. And when you have a product like this and you come up and say to people, you know, now you play your sports on glass, they, they all think you're crazy. And then it comes to pricing and everyone in the first moment thinks the price is very, very high and it will not catch on in this world. But it's not true. You have to understand that the customer develops around these ideas that are available and the market for these ideas gets created. So whilst we have put 10 years of research and development into the product itself, we only see margins coming in now, and that's the standard cycle for a product that's as disruptive as a glass sports floor. Christoph, I have to say that one of my favorite quotes is that a smart person can hit a target that no one else can hit. A genius can hit a target that no one else can see. And I'm going to go ahead and say right now that ASB has definitely hit a target that most people could not have even imagined. That is incredibly impressive. Thank you so much for taking the time for us today. Really do appreciate it. Today, I've been speaking with Christoph Babinski, the Managing Director for ASB. Christoph, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure is well mine. Thank you. Thanks, Christoph. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to having a chance to talk to you again in the future. Thank you. Same here. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.